we're just honest. We don't care. Look at our backgrounds. They're ridiculous. Somebody's in their bedroom. Somebody else is in their bedroom. And somebody else is in their bedroom. And co-host Garrett isn't even here. (laughs) But what I thought about is this, is that I love cats and hate dogs. And Polly loves dogs and hates cats. And Carla in Burnt Corn loves cats and dogs. And I think, and, and Garrett owns 15 cats and dogs too, but he's not here. Um, but I thought like, that's almost kind of a perfect chemistry of, of humor is that we have this perfect love of hate and dogs. Cats and dogs are real, you know, they're very important to human beings. And, but some of us don't like one, some of us don't like the other, and some of us like both. And I think it's, I think it explains just a bit why we get along. And I propose that we make a webinar but, uh, at the end of the day. The, the pe- people may care about both the same, but dogs and cats don't care about you the same. A dog would save your life, and a cat would eat tuna off your rotting carcass. A cat this is well, I think there's a balance because a dog would eat peanut butter out of my asshole and my cat would eat my eyeball if I was dead. And I think there's a unique symmetry to that. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> so what do we hate today? We just finished giving out a Haiti, by the way, on episode 50. Um, and for those of you who have not tuned into that brilliant episode, uh, we gave it to Carla, whose presence has made this show at least 1.65 times funnier than it could have been without her. I can see that ending up as a book ends at the local KKK. <laughs> Do you mean Burkhorn, Alabama? Only if they steal it. I'm really sorry that Carla has retired from her multiple positions in burnt corn. What are you doing in your retirement these days? Oh, you're not the drag bag grand dragon anymore? <laughs> I'm not Nobody likes to be outed on the internet for wearing whites after Memorial Day, or is it Labor Day? <laughs> it's after Labor Day and I I promise you, I don't do that. They kicked me out because I forgot to bring the jello salad last time. Every single one of us here is a uh, recipient of white pleasure. I mean, not pleasure. (laughs) Privilege. We take no pleasure in it. We don't. Honestly, we actually work hard to be anti-racist, which is why we don't talk about politics on this show. We just want to be kind to our fellow human being. We know what we've received. Look at how, look at the lives of luxury that we leave. And let's just be nice to other people. I'm fucking this up royally. <laughs> let's be nice to other people while we hate them. No, I don't really hate people in tube tops. I don't really hate Lotto. Actually, I do really hate Lotto, man. <laughs> There are people that I actually... I have a hate uh, napkin uh, item. Let's get there. Let's go there. Bam. Um, I just spent like 
a week de-bloating the spyware and bloatware on a phone I purchased. I am going to put bloatware. I had to take, I had to learn programming to take 80 programs off of this phone that I don't want or use. Things called anti-spy that was tracking my key movements, everything on this phone. I had to go into the developer tools to remove these programs. I bricked my phone like eight times, and now I finally have a phone that is mine. They still are somehow selling some of my information, like my contact lists or whatever. They're still making Google, on average, makes about $1,500 a year off of any one person, just from the data you give them for free. Right. And and there are products like Google Drive I pay $100 a year for. So I want that on my phone. But why do you think I want your other 30 programs? And why can't I remove them? You know, you probably just advanced yourself to the episode 100 Haiti nomination. Um, but at the same time, I got to say, I gave in a while back. I'm not going to disagree with you that I hate it. I think it is something that I hate. But a while back, I stopped caring if everybody knew everything about me. When I ran for public office, I was out there anyway. Everything about me was public. And I was like, you know what? Fine. So know everything about me. What are you going to do with it? I'm not going to buy your product if it sucks. So you can put all the algorithms in the world together and, you know, wrap them in kryptonite or whatever you need to do to make me try to buy something. But if I don't want your fucking product, I'm, I have a strong enough will not to get it. But at the same time, I totally get it. I, no, no. I, I mean, I understand if you're a person who's completely just let yourself go and given up on life and you just, exactly. and you just don't care. You just don't care what other people think anymore. I get you just it. I get where you're coming me too. from. I get where you're coming from. I get where you, where you guys are coming from, but let's it's say like, you, you know what. If you like to know that I eat ass, that's totally fine with me. It's, I thought it was your dog I, and I, peanut butter. Dad, there's no part of the body to be ashamed of. I mean, but I also don't like hairy armpits, and if you need to know that too, that's totally fine. <laughs> I just I think that as human, there are so many people that can't laugh about themselves. I've had you know. I've had people talk to me about shame of body parts. I'm not going to name who they are. You know, like they were like, oh, I have big ears or whatever. I was like, you know what? If you take any part of your body, I'm suspicious Carla's writing things down. <laughs> She's what? never done that. You're yes. not calling SS, are you? Hang on. Yeah. Salad tossing, okay. Hairy armpits, bad. <laughs> if they have Thousand Island dress thing, okay, that's when it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying is if you take any body part and you just separate it from the body and you're like looking at it like as an ear or a nose or a tit or an elbow or a cock or a toe, they, they, they all look ridiculous. It's There's nothing like noble about the human body except when you put it all together and you wrap it in a being, then it's a beautiful thing. See, this is where I feel like you really get where I'm coming from when it comes to 
uh, privacy and security. And I feel like you're really listening with those big ears you have. Because you're just, you're right, the on same the same, time, you're right on the but, same page. But the same thing, they've trapped us all. What can we do about it? I mean, well, I, most people do. don't have the energy or the wherewithal, I certainly don't, to do what you did. Right. Which is to get, which is to block them out. And it is nothing you can, as a species, I don't think there's anything we can do about it except escape Everybody back to the did 19th. It, but uh, nobody does it. No, nobody well, cares. I don't know how to do it. Yesterday, I was looking something up, and my malware bytes program popped up and said, "You have two. You're being attacked two thousand four hundred and sixty-five ways by Google." Okay. Now we know how Ukraine feels. <laughs> now you know how I feel in the showers. Oh, are you coming to us from Bangkok today? <laughs> you sound like somebody in Mis- in Minnesota trying to fish in a lake. Mosquitoes, 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 they're everywhere. I just, you know, you I don't like know what on we- a pole on Two notch in Columbia, South Carolina. Oh my God! Now there, folks, is an obscure dro- joke. Fifty years from now, worth of looking. <laughs> Somebody can do a dissertation on that. <laughs> At the Grand Motel. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is your point is very valid, but I just don't know what we can do about it anymore. Okay, you want me to tell you? No, have, that, no. How many hours do you have? I'll you tell you in 10 seconds. I'll tell you in Let's 10 seconds. Let's webinar on YouTube. You, you could use Brave Browser. Use Oh, no, you'd stop using cell phones. Use, use something you join called a Block Mike. In, in and you Boise, can use Idaho. something called NetGuard, which will block apps from dialing home. Oh, today's episode is brought to you by THN's Love of MechGuard, which you can get to put on your phone and get rid of all the assholes who want to know what your sexual desires are and also what your pets eat and if they happen to cross-pollinate. <laughs> and if you have sex or eat your pets. I th- thought that's what you meant by cross-pollinate. Okay. No, you have no, something no. for the hate napkin. There plenty of instances of the farm where, you know, kids got attached to their pigs and then as Carla would say, put bacon all over it. <laughs> so it's perfectly fine to eat your pets, folks. We don't judge here. <laughs> Unless it's a dog. Which I don't, even think you dog the, I don't even think you should have dogs in the first place. So <laughs> You'll be happy when we get our new one. Here's what I hate. Did we do There's this one already? Called- Hang on, I'm not done. There's also called Electronic Foundier, EFF.org. You can go to cover your tracks at EFF.org, and that will test your oh. browser as well. And will help you get more secure. And who doesn't need a little more security in their lives? <laughs> I don't know. Once again, turn into tech know. talk. Tech talk. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 51, a PSA about Tech Talk with Polly, our sound engineer, coming to you from 
<laughs> Somewhere in Southeast Asia that he doesn't want you to know about. Just go to EFF.org. That's a good place to start. No, not bad. All right. Carla, you got anything? Yes. Lazy teenagers who lie. Holy shit, yes. You read my mind. <laughs> I've not had a good week with Cletus. Even though if we're, we should say anything more about that, other than just saying it. Because <laughs> I know I'm going to get in trouble. No, I'll just leave it laying there. You don't have to comment. Yeah, I think lazy teenagers who lie is, gosh, we're just in episode one beyond our first Haiti, and we already have two nominations that I know and a team that you know to get need to get together and live in a, like a KOA campsite for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's an option if they'll be able to afford the fees. Honestly, I was scared to death to lie as a kid. Me too. And again, this is probably the whole Catholic guilt thing bringing us all together. I don't know about you, Paul. You had lots of brothers. Maybe it was fine to just grow up laughing and. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, did you? Get... I don't. I don't recall really lying other than. Uh, a couple times pretending to have a stomach ache so I could stay home from school and watch Price but is Right. Was, I mean, I was terrified. I knew I'd be beaten to death if I got caught in a lie. Yep, us too. And so, yeah, somebody I know got caught in a lie recently. And I tried to come down as a heavy-handed parent. And now, you, just, you don't think this just comes from the fact that everyone lies now and that the people are lying on the television the, your leaders that some people vote for are out no. like that line has taken over society around them so if, if half, not talking half about of society not talking about religion but half of society idolizes someone who's a uh, serial liar let's say I'm not going to talk name names. Let's, let's let's put it this but, way: I think half of the globe, because right. there are lots of there are lots of uh, people in leadership, whether it's religion, politics, or whatever. What, has lie. it always been that way, or do I just notice no. it now? No, I don't think so. Right, but so somewhere the out point. there, I so, think, so how? Of course, we believing in God, it became okay to lie. So I think God as a myth was good for uh, for protecting us. But we don't talk about religion or politics. <laughs> now, in my case, I think that when we were growing up, we did not have social media. We had a very small clique of friends that we hung out with who all grew up in the same small conclave where we all had the same values, old fashioned kind of parents who weren't afraid to beat our asses and have DFS called on them. And we just learned that it was bad. My father hated, the, the one thing he hated more than anything was a liar. My dad never had to raise a hand to me. All he had to do was look at me, shake his head and go, I am so disappointed in you. And yeah, just, it, it just ripped my soul out. And my kid will lie to me about the most benign things. And when he's caught dead to rights, he gets this self-righteous, I did not do it until I show him the proof. 
And then he's like, well, what's the big deal? The big deal is the only thing that we have at the end of the day is our reputation. Our dignity. When people know you as a liar, nobody will ever trust you. I think 50% of the politicians of the, of the populace yeah, will vote. I, I actually <laughs> think he will move up the corporate ladder. He'll probably be a CEO because of it. Here's what really pisses That's me off. That's my fear. I'll, sometimes I'll come home and there's a big turd on my bed. And I'll be like, somebody in this house crapped in my bed. You're like, I Mom, I told you not to sleep in my bed. It was the two human beings or the two animals. But somebody out there fess up. And everybody just says to me, meow. And, and I know that somebody out there, I mean, unless I did it, but. Yeah, how do you know it's not you? Mine are much bigger than that. Well, maybe you have little mini ones when you're sleeping. No, I don't think so. But listen, if you got people crapping in your beds and nobody will fess up, we have a problem in this world. Yeah, this is a Johnny <laughs> Depp moment. I have another thing I hate. Oh, good. I I almost want to apologize for not having like a a toilet based one in a in a in about a week or two. But oh, this well, we haven't had this diarrhea in is, either. This is prevalent in Asia, and it is a huge problem on this continent, and maybe in some places in America. I don't remember it being a problem there, but toilets that are just positioned too close to the wall. They did not leave enough room when they installed the toilet. All I feel like all of the toilets in these parts are next to the wall. So you can't like spread your legs to relax enough no, to you have mean in the front. No, I, I I mean on the side, like there'll be a wall and then the toilet, so you can't even like spread your legs to relax enough to have a oh, proper dookie. That's just going to bring about hemorrhoids. Not like a Green Day, not the Green Day no, album. But, no, no, but yeah. but if you can't, if you can't, if you can't relax your sphincter, I mean, you're going to get, you're going to get hemorrhoids. Okay, but the, yeah, so but has this is, has this, this happened to serious. you? This wall, yes, this toilet next to the wall. Yes. This is maddening. Who, 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 whoever's installing these toilets, there needs to be accountability. There well, I think be- we need a picture of the orange chair to help people understand just the kind of culture we're talking about. No, it's the last house I rented before I bought this house. They had raised the bathtub up to where you practically needed a stepladder to get into the damn thing. And then they had the toilet this far from the edge of the tub. And then there was a vanity this far from the other side. And I'm like, I spent three years in that house having to wedge my ass into that little space. You had me at wedge your ass. Well, how ex- exactly how is a woman supposed to be able to clean herself when she's done if her knees are clapped together like this in a space this wide with an ass this wide? I think that should be in one of those math textbook textbooks in Florida that they've eliminated. 
Oh no, I'm pretty sure any reference to a woman's natural think, bodily I functions is spanned. First grade arithmetic. <laughs> okay, so I bought this house last year. So wait, wait, had new- were you just dropping a turd? Oh, you, you were drop, you were dropping a DeSantis there. DeSantis should actually be. We are not political. Go ahead. No, we're not. I just don't like the name DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> so i have uh four toilets in this house and i had them all replaced when we bought it last year but I, and i don't know why but the contractor put a child's toilet in the basement <laughs> i didn't it it didn't occur to me at first but it happened until i tried to sit in it <laughs> and it's like six inches off the ground so in my situation, if I have to go and I'm like downstairs, you know, if I, if I have to take a number two, my knees are practically in my face. <laughs> but it it also has some sort of a child flusher where it takes like 15 minutes for the tank to fill up. I'm not sure why it's just constructed in this way. I've tried to replace, it doesn't matter what I do to this thing, it just takes forever to flush. So be like, you'll hear the sound of a toilet running for like 15 minutes and you're constantly, you're upset. You're like, oh my God, is my toilet overflowing? Wherever you are in the house, because you can hear it. But it's not, it just takes forever to fill back up. But it's like, yeah, I ordered four toilets. You put a child's toilet in my basement. <laughs> And when I asked you about it, you said, no, it's just a regular toilet. And I'm like, get out your tape measure and measure from the floor to the fucking rim of this thing. There's, it's, it's not. I, I couldn't, listen, finding a good contractor on here is hard enough. I didn't fight it. There were too many other things to fight. So we have a child's toilet in the basement. Could this have been the and, one ply and they were getting back at you for the one ply? Yeah, actually, you know what? If we revisit that old episode, I did. I I do put toilet paper in for the contractors in the house when I have work being done. Um, But it was one ply toilet paper. Yeah, so they're like, you want you want you want to have a good poop experience? We're gonna show you. You know, I'm kind of surprised you even remember that. (laughs) It was almost a Haiti. It was almost a Haiti. Yeah, yeah, I think probably they were getting back at me. They're like, he gives us one ply, we'll give him child seat. <laughs> Anyways, it's been interesting taking a shit with my knees and my eyeballs. Well, when I lived in Chicago, I had a basement where there was a toilet like in the middle of the room with no <laughs> walls. And there you was, I guess, and I'm not kidding. I uh, there was like a 90 year old woman who lived next Holy door to me, and I happened to comment. No, I happened to. Co- Thank you for not interrupting. I happened to comment on this toilet in the basement, and she explained why, and it was because she knew. She said it was very common back in the day when men worked in like the coal mines and in really dirty jobs, there was 
there were these short three steps that came down to the basement with a separate entrance and the men would come home from work and there was there was a sink down there too a big wash sink and she said that's where they would come in and wash up and change their clothes and all that so that they didn't track all this stuff into the house so you were renting that's basically the, you were renting the prison bathroom <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> but, there was, apartment. but there was an old coal bin in this house with coal chute. With coal shit? Chute, coal chute. You could shit after the chute. Wait, did you shoot and then shit or shit and then shoot? I don't Please know. Tell. Right now Please we're just shooting the shit. I you seem so tight, you could poop a diamonds. <laughs> Or if you found one, you'd swallow it, and that's where it'd come out when you got home. <laughs> but anyway, the history that's... of the history of toilets sitting in the middle of your basement. There you go. And you know, folks, once again, another subject not covered by Hollywood. <laughs> hey, it's a little history. There's nothing wrong with that. I can't wait for the next Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> I don't know. Who else would it be starring? Jennifer Lawrence. Tom Hanks and Jennifer Lawrence in The Toilet in the Middle of the Room. <laughs> you sort of describes a, this whole hate, hate napkin thing. You thought a day in the coal mines was tough. Wait till you get to the toilet in the middle yeah, of the room. Wait till the end of the day. And, and you know what? At the end of the day. <laughs> At the end of the bidet. <laughs> At the end of the <laughs> that's day. good. Yeah, I mean, I can see a toilet in the middle of the room, but of a day, that's just gross. <laughs> All right, folks, you've come to another end of a perfectly complete waste of your humanity. Um, but at the same time, we reached deep down <laughs> into the middle of the room and pulled out some things that were helpful to get us all to just make it to the next day. So, in fact, we went into the center of the room through the anals of hell. 